0: And now for something completely different. Hi.
1: Welcome to the future. Remember, no
2: guts, no galaxy. Hey everyone, welcome to No Guts, No Galaxy podcast number 190. I am your host, Darren, and your resident wizard. And joining me today, as usual, is my co-host and resident Hobbit friend, Phil. Phil, how are you doing?
0: I'm I'm doing good. A little bit um a little bit late today, but uh other than that uh, I'm good.
2: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. We'll get to the reasoning behind the lateness shortly. So uh yeah, today's a little bit different than our last podcast, huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
0: it's so funny too cuz like we recorded on Wednesday and then all the stuff went down on Thursday and it was like, well, so this yeah is, this is it now so yeah no um yeah it's uh it's it's been a crazy sort of week and being late is not unacceptable i you know for a wizard because they're always on time <laughs> but for a hobbit it's sort of uh it's, hobbits it's make acceptable. their own rules yeah it's acceptable um yeah man you got a cup of coffee are you are you are you are you good to go cheers to bro go. cheers
2: happy oh, coffee day every I day like is coffee. coffee day
0: you know i don't it's it's so funny because like it's sort of like beer when it comes to coffee is where like you, if someone says i don't like coffee do you question them i do <laughs> well it's like people that say they don't like animals <sighs>
2: what like yeah. i don't like
0: dogs and i'm like i don't like you i don't yeah, know exactly. how i feel about that uh... no
2: here's the deal with coffee i there there's health reasons why I get why some people don't drink coffee. You know, it's a diuretic and some people have issues with it. No,
0: no, no, no. That's, that's B.S.
2: Well, tell that to all the people that get the shits every time they drink a cup of coffee. Like, that's because they, they need to harden the hell up. (laughs) I was, you know, I was, uh, like I said, indoctrinated into coffee when I was very young, uh, working as a butcher. So it's been a part of my life forever. It's funny. That's something that, you know, of course, over the last, Eight or nine years, you and I have connected and bonded over um Battletech and MechWire, but obviously we've also connected very much over coffee. Coffee has been a, a big part of NGNG and uh in our daily existence. I i mean,
0: yeah. And then on top of that, too, what I was saying is connected to beer is like the idea that most people that I talk to, it's like, well, why don't you have uh, like coffee? And it's usually because they were given some just tar black crap and saying, hey, this is coffee. And it's like, no, you can put some sugar. You can put some Truvia. You can put some cream. You know, you can, you can cut out the. Oh, you can plus totally. Plus, there's there's really good beans and good brands and different yeah. roasts and stuff. And it's just like beer. Whereas usually, what happens, and someone's like, I don't like beer. The first question I have is like, Oh, okay. Like, what have you tried? And it's like usually like, Oh, well, someone gave me an IPA and nah, or like uh, Coors or, and I'm like, Yeah, you can't drink shit beer. Like that's, no doubt. You know, so, I don't
2: hello, know. Uh, hello, Russia. Good to have you here. Um, yeah, I mean it's. And the other thing is, I think if you get somebody good coffee or good beer, and you know, you always hear the taste grew on me or whatever. I think that's it grows on you because you, it's an age. You thing. have good stuff. Yeah, and well, I think might, might I think age, age plays in right because like your your taste buds change well, and stuff like that. But I've but. loved coffee since I was a kid, and you know who loves coffee? My freaking daughter. Yeah, <laughs> she loves coffee she begs for it all the time we we hardly ever give it to her but now, she I was gonna loves say, coffee that though that's that's a health thing like i don't what's the effects of uh caffeine on kids i don't know i mean we
0: we're drinking well, sodas growing up like the, like fiends so
2: actually young kids the effect is the opposite of adults and it makes kids tired but uh it doesn't do that to her anymore i think she's you know grown past that, like that shit. or whatever she wakes up and first thing she's like oh where's my cup you're of have coffee to, you're
0: gonna have to switch to the hard stuff man just straight vodka yeah. you know like you know no it's it's, um... it's cool
2: well let's talk about what's different today than uh our last podcast um you're wearing a uh a beanie or a toboggan as they call it i'm not wearing hat. my hat
0: i approve by the way yeah i mean i know you i know you it's dig- about the eyes right Hey, as long as it's not that weird hat you wore on stream i'm okay with so okay
2: wait what weird hat
0: that whatever it was it was like the alaskan or
2: oh oh, you're talking about my alaska hat don't make fun of it this is a hat darren you see what i'm wearing that's a hat (laughs) yeah as long as it has a gun on it you know
0: it doesn't Uh, doesn't have a funky bill you can see it you know like
2: this is a hat not whatever the hell you are wearing yeah i don't know what you're talking about (laughs) Anyway, um, yeah, let's for talk. those of you that don't know, uh, NGNG was let go of its contract from uh, Prana Games last week. So Phil and I, literally the day, as he was Thursday. saying, the day, yeah, the day after we did the podcast, um, uh, we were let go, just like that, S- just Peace. like that. So. Now.
0: Um, um yeah, man, it, it's uh it was sort it was of a- crazy. Um, to be fair though, like we knew this was a possibility. Like, and this is something like we've I've talked uh me and you in length, and obviously my wife and stuff, but we knew that it could potentially happen because we didn't really know where the future was going with PGI, the game, stuff like that too. So like we didn't know. And so for me at least it was a shock when it happened just because we had, you had recently been to the party and everything seemed, you know, great and stuff like that. But from, you know, obviously that wasn't the case as far as, um, you know, that. But um, it, it was a surprise, but it wasn't a surprise. It was a surprise just because we felt uh, everything was going well. But it wasn't a surprise because the writing was on the wall, at least in my opinion. So, yes.
2: Yeah. um, Basically, we, you know, as far as the writing being on the wall, number one, the video game industry is very much, um, you know, it's not, you can't necessarily rely on a particular or specific job at a certain specific developer to last forever. It's a very, you know, um, in and out type of industry. People are hired, people are fired. Um, and it's, it, you know, and never has to do necessarily with anything personal, which this didn't, it's just business and, yeah. um, you know, budgets change, et cetera. This isn't also, we're not making any statements in, as regards to the, the, the state of Piranha Games, MechWarrior Online, Mech Warrior 5, because we don't know it. You know, we don't know the financials. We have no idea, uh, you know, what the future holds or whatever for Piranha Games and, and the titles, um... But, But uh, you know, like a part of me, I'm okay with this. I not,
0: it's something I've struggled I've talked with, uh, with you about like being in the know and then not being able to talk about it or share it and then being in the positions we were put so much stress and you may be like, oh, well, you know, suck it up buttercup. And you know, I can, I can understand some of that, but like the, the stress of like not knowing or the stress of you. Uh, you have a game like MWO and you love it and you want more attention to it, but then, you know, you know, it's not getting any love and it's not going to get any love anytime soon and stuff like that. And then you're just like the, all of the combination of things behind the scenes, I'm okay with just not knowing anymore, just being just, just detached. So on one hand, it's a big relief for me on a personal level. And the the past two years, with the development of Mech Five and all the resources that have obviously been pulled away from MWO, um, you know, it again, it it wears on you. And I I talked to um, you about it, and because really that's the only person I could talk to. You know, I could talk to my wife about it, um, and she get got it and gets it to some extent. But you know, it's like, you yeah, know, but uh, yeah, no. So that happened. You know that that was like I said, it's crazy because. You know, when you do something for eight years and you, like, it's been weird streaming on my channel this week, just because, you know, it is different. And, you know, one of the things that I remember you were saying is, uh, you know, appreciate what we have here because you never know if it's going to be there for, you know, the next like Metcon or whatever, like that wasn't you like. Saying and knowing that there wasn't going to be one, it was just the fact of like, hey, these are really cool times. Enjoy them while you can. And because we don't know. And one of the the factors was as far as like stress for me and you was when Russ was talking about uh, and we haven't heard anything and he hasn't said anything about the extension for Microsoft and all that and they're waiting on so from like our perspective we didn't know where we were going to be and like well what does that mean for NGNG? if you guys don't get the extension or do get the extension like are we you know blah 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 and um so you know not knowing if you're gonna have a job and so i started taking steps um you know months ago of looking at the financial aspect for me and saying Okay, if we were if we were to lose our our jobs, our gig, what we got going here, where would that put me and my wife? And so, <clears throat> um, we decided. You know, I had a very heart to heart talk, and it was rough and stuff like that with my wife. And be like, hey, you know, we need to make some decisions and cut down our expenses, and one of those expenses being this house. And uh, so it's been a it's been a roller coaster. And I mean, we just. You know luckily um speaking of houses we put it went on the market friday um we had uh viewers come one couple came friday and then we had an open house where i think five couples or something came on saturday and the couple on friday made an offer full asking price and all that so that that was was huge weight off of our shoulders but it was just one of those things where um you know you know okay what what's next you know right so yeah i don't know man it's it's been wild um i i told people on my stream um because i think some people popped in and they you know they're like oh maybe you can tell the truth Uh, it's like well first off uh a lot of the stuff that we did was under nda so we can't talk about it uh two i'm not gonna sit here and bash uh pgi or russ or any of that like that's not the relationship i had with them um same thing i'm probably speaking for darren here like the the amazing opportunity that we had and still have today to some extent because of you guys is because of, of that relationship. And, you know, I have nothing but, uh you know, respect. And, and it's one of those things where it's like, it sort of goes back to what we've been saying. This is us. This is who we are. And yes, when you're under a contract, and this is something that i think a lot of people out there don't understand or don't want to accept is that just like in real life, just like in real normal jobs that you would call it, you can't go to your boss and be like, "Hey boss, I'm going to put you in the corner. Hope you like it," you know, and blah blah blah. And to be fair, I've done that a few times to Russ and and stuff, and it was not freaking cool. Darren and me had some heart-to-heart talks uh behind the scenes because like it was me growing up, me not understanding the implications and stuff like that, or like, blah, blah, blah. And, um, you know, so the whole thing, I'm so grateful that we had that experience. It's a relief that we don't have to have that pressure on us on, on that one side of things. And on the other side, you're a little bit unnervy because you're like, okay, what's next? What are we going to do? And and what am I going to do? And, you know, can we make this work and blah, blah, blah. Um, so it's, it's exciting. It's a little bit nerve wracking and it's uh, been a wild ride.
2: Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, all the chat cares about is uh, pants right now. Not going to confirm one way or the other regarding pants for either of us, but uh, you know, you were saying you've, you've grown up and there was things, you know, both of us have spent, this was almost 10 years of us doing this and this was a new experience for both of us. Um, we certainly didn't start NGNG, the podcast, with this in mind and it kind of just all happened. Everything just kind of, you know, not without hard work, definitely with hard work, but everything just kind of came together as far as the opportunity that was provided to us um and it was kind of lightning in a bottle and i feel like you know we've almost been doing this for 10 years the whole situation was like a lightning in a bottle and 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 we got very lucky and i feel very grateful for having the opportunity to be in the industry um and to be a, such a part of BattleTech and mech and and you know to a certain extent we have become a part of the history of this ip that we love so much and that's really cool it feels good you know our Uh, We're in the the credits for MechWarrior 5, and um, obviously we've been a big part of the community for a long time. And that means a lot to both of us. Um, You know, and and yeah, I have been saying for a long time, enjoy this, because we don't know how long it's going to last. And and like I mentioned at the beginning of this, it's a very volatile industry. And so we were lucky to have such a long run. Um, But now maybe this will make a little bit of sense as far as why you and I have been basically for the last few months or or more looking for housing alternatives (laughs) and cheaper (laughs) alternatives. Um, and this is legitimately why, um, we didn't know that this was coming for sure, but we had a feeling that it could happen this year because we didn't know what was going to happen with the license, uh, for MechWarrior for PGI. We didn't know if it was going to continue or not. So we were basically kind of getting ready for this just in case, but, that being said, after going up to the party and, you know, f- getting a feel for the situation, um, I wasn't expecting it this soon. And and we were definitely uh, taken by surprise. Um, it's hard, obviously. Uh, you know, we like we've been doing this for a long time, almost nine years. And so you get very used to things and you get very accustomed to, you know, your, your lifestyle and, and what you're doing every day. Um, and you know, I've been struggling with it. I've been struggling a lot with it. I'm, you know, depression or whatever, because you and I have been doing this for, like I just said, a very long time. And, um, as I've always said, I love my job. I've loved my job, you know? Uh, so the good news is (laughs) I'm getting a little emotional because it's been a great ride. You know, I've totally had a great time with you and I've had a great time with all of you out there. Um. So thank you for that, you know, from the bottom of my heart. You take it for a few minutes.
0: Um, yeah, it's like I said, it's it's crazy. Um, again, Dylan with us behind the scenes and talking and, you know, like, well, what does that mean? And so, you know, obviously it came and went and it came and went sort of surreally, I, you know, we had a, a pretty quick phone call and, and they were super nice about it and, you know, Uh, the reasons are to be expected and like I said um you know we're we were just at sort of a a crossroads ourselves of like you know all right well what does this mean you know and anyway so uh let's talk about what it means yeah what it means is uh, uh you know like I said no more having to I am no more having to like, as, as far as me, I no longer have to stress about knowing and not being able to talk about something or knowing and not having to, I don't know if the words hide your sort of feelings about something. Like, I don't know if it's that, like, for instance, like you're frustrated, like my frustrations, Darren knows like behind the scenes, like I was super frustrated because um you know i loved mwo and i wanted it to get more love that it deserved and you know the you know and i don't have to worry about that necessarily anymore and you know i can you know voice my opinion without anything holding back and that's that's a trade-off that you know we made to be fair and that's okay, you know, like um... I do
2: want to be clear, though, on that uh, topic is that, you know, people I did see the comments like, oh, now you can finally say, uh, you you know, tell the truth or whatever um, or give juicy details. Um, One thing that's very important and Phil and I have always said this is we've never lied. You know, who we are is who we are. I'm not an actor. like, believe me, I'm not an actor. Um, I've tried, you know, with voice acting Um, and, and and neither is Phil. We're very honest and we are who we are. Um, we're very positive people. We like to remain positive. That's why we, you know, we don't have one of those kind of hate filled channels where we're always um, trying to tear people down or tear things yeah, down. Yeah, but and so,
0: I, I think my point being is I no longer had to hide the fact of I no longer have to hide the fact of frustration or like when I say I wasn't able to say how I feel. It's the fact of, like I said, when you have a, a when you're doing something like for me, streaming every single day, if if I was to just be straight toxic or whatever i'm not doing my job and i'm not doing my job to the the you know the level i i you know so yeah you have to you you have to spin it in some way and make it uh, whatever it is that being said like when we have like uh, a dev update or russ or something like that on you don't you can't put your boss in a corner you can't put him in a situation where he doesn't want to like, it could just be like, uh, for example, he doesn't want to talk about uh, faction play because there, maybe there's nothing new to faction play and he doesn't want to bring up the topic. Well, if you just pop a question to your boss that something he doesn't want to talk about, guess what? You're ne- you're now the asshole and you're, you're putting, you know, like that's stress on him that now he has to deal with because of your actions. And that's not something you do in any uh, profession. So yes, as far as like, um uh, there was no lying as far as that regard. But yeah, we had to definitely sometimes tippy toe around um subjects. That's hundred percent normal if and and it just it that is what it is. And I think if you know anything about those type of situations or if you've dealt in an industry, guess what? That's the same thing across the board. And there's ways like and that's what I did, Darren, is I tried to find ways to discuss like whatever it is. Uh weapon balance, mech balance, hardpoint balance. Anything, what I would try to do is I would just open the discussion to being, hey, let's be let's think about this. Let's be critical, but let's not be cynical. I did this so much in chat throughout the years of like trying to have a discussion with chat about things that were going on things that could potentially happen to behind the scenes, or sometimes were. I used to hint at stuff that was coming out all the time, but I couldn't outright say it. I'd be like,
2: oh, well, what if they did this?
0: How would you really we, feel about that?
2: We dropped so many hints over yeah. the years without <laughs> yes. being able to fully say it. you know. And that's really uh, the restriction that we had, was not being able to talk about things sometimes that we wanted to talk about, but it was never about that we had to lie. And um, absolutely, Ferret, uh, being honest doesn't mean being toxic. Um, However, what I was referring to, and and you wouldn't know this, of course, is that behind the scenes, we were for the entire time of being a podcast, we were uh, it was requested of us or suggested many times that we basically needed to be more toxic, Um, you know, and, 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 you know, yeah, you're talking about anyway, from community members from community members, yeah. not from PGI, from people saying we, you know, <laughs> you need to you ask know,
0: the hard questions.
2: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, I and, love which that. Fucking totally, line. totally understand all all of where that's coming from. But as Phil was saying, we were under contract, we were under NDA, we yeah. had a job, and we had to, you know, uh, apply those rules to what we were doing. So, anyway, where we're at now is that we're continuing. Um, we love uh, BattleTech and MechWarrior still. That's you know it, the. Again, you've all heard a million times, probably, my connection to Battletech and MechWarrior and Phil's. It goes way back. It's absolutely honest. We love this franchise. We always have, since you know we could, and, um, and that's not gonna change. And so, Phil and I are now continuing to stream. Um, I'm doing some upgrades to my rig, and we'll uh, be starting that on Monday, and I'll be announcing my schedule. Phil's already started. Um, if you scroll down on the NGNG Twitch page, I do, in my channel description here, have a link to Phil's new uh, Twitch channel, which is at uh, twitch.tv forward slash tiny terrier. He's been streaming every day. Um, 100% recommend that you jump over there. And in, in fact, Phil, if you want to drop that link in chat, just so that sure. people can have it. Jump over there right now. Follow him. He's going to be streaming every day that he can. Uh, what did you say? Like Monday through Saturday? Yeah, Monday, through, Monday Friday. through
0: Friday. Yeah, weekends are one of those still like, especially right now with us, like planning on packing and moving and stuff soon. So, yeah. Yeah, so.
2: Yeah, so that's where Phil is and uh this is where I'm going to remain. So, NGNG is not owned by piranha Games. Uh this is I, I own NGNG. Um and this is where I'm going to remain and Phil and I are going to continue doing the podcast on Wednesdays. Of course, today is Thursday. Why didn't <laughs> we do it yesterday? Uh go check my Twitter. You can find that down below. You'll see we pretty much I I was joking that it was a blizzard, but we got a major snowstorm here yesterday and uh completely lost power in all our neighborhoods. two inches and, and <laughs> it was two inches of snow people <laughs> no it wasn't even a centimeter but no it was it was it was crazy and um mm. knocked out internet and knocked well, out power. yeah that
0: wasn't the problem that was snowing it was that like, mean you were literally prepping and you started doing rope ro- uh, yep uh, and i was Be- like hey was go that- restart your modem and then you restart your modem and it's like it boom, didn't come back like, on oh, i feel like the <laughs> asshole like you at least had semi you know you could have um, yeah. So um,
2: yeah, no. And okay, so and why am I so you guys know too? Phil and I have been friends. You know, we are friends before we even started the podcast, uh, when we started playing Living Legends together. We remain friends. I'm hundred percent supportive of what I, he's doing. I think he's a wonderful streamer, totally worth going over there and supporting him. And I'm counting on you guys to support me here. Like I said, I'll be starting Monday. I'll be announcing my schedule and uh you know, we the one thing that hasn't changed from our previous podcast is that we still love being with you guys and interacting with the community and streaming and, and, and just this daily, uh, you know, um, being together and sharing, uh, you know, something that we totally love our passions. Basically, that's what it is, is sharing our passions. Phil and I not only grew up loving Battletech and MechWarrior, but also video games and then have over the last 10 years developed a love for streaming and the community and everything else. So yeah. um, we will remain. We're going to be here uh, as long <laughs> as you guys want us and support us.
0: Yeah. And, you know, like I've already had so many people ask, like, hey, why aren't you on NGNG TV anymore? Well, the reality of it is, is I wanted to do my own thing. Um, you know, and that own thing wouldn't coincide with two people streaming on one channel, but also, too, is that I have control of everything. I, you know, like it's my death. You're captain of your own ship, captain if you don't mind me using yeah. that. Too. <laughs> no, and yeah, yeah, I'm on a boat. Um, yep, but that's just the reality, and that's not anything against Aaron. and and you know, he knows that. and Me and him have literally talked about this forever. Um, but also too, is like, cause I, I've had people, well, maybe a, another contract or something, or maybe you can find something. And I'm like, to be honest, I'm, I'm at, I don't want that. Like on a personal level, like again, the, the, the cord was cut per se. And I love the experience that I had and stuff like that. But it's, it, you know, you do have that relief of, you know, whew, okay. Um, and just breathe and, and just you. So there's that there. So that's that's what I'm doing. I'm you know, again, I'm playing a multitude of games. NGNG will be playing multitude of games, but yeah, NGNG will be a Darren's channel, the podcast we're gonna continue doing, and um, I've got my own channel. So it's it's one of those things where don't read into it because there's nothing me read into it. It's literally it's me saying I want to do my own thing and I think this is the best
2: uh, direction for that. And which so. is totally 100% understandable. Um, I certainly didn't have any hard feelings uh, is in regards to that, and in what Phil's talking about, maybe some of you know the the term "golden handcuffs" or "gilded cage," and and I think Phil felt it even more than I did, um, which was just the restrictions of being able to completely cut loose and be who you are and and, and what you want to do, what you want to do, uh, stream what you want to stream, you know, check yeah. out new games, etc. Well, so you know,
0: it's it's just that like I never I never liked the fact of you know, you're, you're sort of restricted in how, and how you can approach something. And, uh, you know, the, the way you can, you have to mold maybe a discussion or if you have to mold something. And to be fair though, I think it helped as far as like the the communication skills over the years with the, the pod, uh, the podcast, but also streaming on a daily basis. But approaching like that type of situation i just now i just don't want to ever be put in a situation where i have to have that happen again like it's like it just it doesn't it's not good for your soul sort of you know as, as and they what say, you right? know
2: and in, in the reality is what franchise is out there you know is there that we'd Care about as much as BattleTech and MechWarrior. Yeah. Like it would, it would have to be an amazing, like insane opportunity well, I that I, I can't even think exists. Yeah, I, I, don't, that I don't. I don't that's have I any saying. other. Yeah, I don't have any other. I thing. mean, Star Wars, Star Trek, my other. You know, no. There's just yeah. this. This was it, and so yeah totally super happy we had the opportunity when you look back over the years the stuff that we've learned the stuff that we've experienced the people we've met the events we've gone to like i'm so again so 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 grateful for the experience and grateful for all of you uh for all of you men and women and uh boys and girls out there we we appreciate everything that's happened over the years and getting to meet so many of you and continuing those relationships so here we are phil will be on twitch.tv forward slash tiny ferret or tiny i'm seeing Ferret. ferret. <laughs> well he he has a tiny name too doesn't he but anyway tiny terrier um and and maybe uh ferret will start a channel soon too now um and i'll be here on ng tv so that's it. That's the news. That's what uh has been um me, happening just, over the last yeah, week and a half. Let
0: me just it's it's pushing forward and making it happen. We're going to be successful. We've had success and we're going to apply what we've learned to the the new endeavor.
2: Absolutely, so, man. Um, and we're both excited as much as there's you know some sadness and some some harder feelings to work through and maybe more for me. I I, I don't know. Um super excited like i get s- pumped at the possibilities and uh you know the directions that everything can go now um i can finally you know really say that uh, i can't wait for cyberpunk to come out which was delayed today but um oh was this supposed to come out today no 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 it was supposed to come out in april but they just uh delayed it till the end of the year Definitely. so
1: Let's if go UI talk. Let's talk. I mean, let's, yeah, that does that.
2: <laughs> yeah. Let's, let's talk, uh, you know, obviously
0: get that out of the way just so people know. Yeah. We normally talk about like, um, uh, boats or container houses, but just <laughs> yeah. sort of give you an update. Like, again, we sold the house. We got inspections this Monday. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, man. It, it, we're just super fucking lucky. Oh, and then they were like, um, they accept, they, they made an offer asking price cash like i'm like geez, man like that's insane and then so we're looking at uh, either a house a property or rent and right now my wife is a little bit hesitant to just jump right into especially if we can't find exact like if she doesn't love it then we don't buy it and i I totally uh, there's no pressure for me i'm like okay cool um you know i was a little bit frustrated but i realized that frustration was because of my situation um and so if we can't find that, we're just gonna rent. But the the thing about renting too is it's fucking expensive. Um, and then we were looking at, well, maybe we just get a piece of land and and build there. Um, so we've looked at uh, a piece of property already. Uh, good, lo- great location as far as like wooded area, bumped up to other uh, another neighborhood. So there's no one building behind you. Right. And it It's also wooded, but it was on a pretty crazy nice. grade. Like um from where it started to where it ended where there was a 40 foot drop as far as grades
2: dude Um, could you dig into the hill and and then create insulation because yeah
0: no you can do a basement but the added just even though it's on the other side of town it would be like an added potentially 15 minutes to her commute commute. so 15 minutes each way or maybe even oh yeah so like no not in the mornings like mornings i think are pretty chill but Then there's a piece of property like right down the road. It's five minutes. It's right off where her commute to work would be. And it's a lot better, but it's like $20,000 more. Um, And it's also, it's not, I guess what the term is, perked. So they haven't seen if you can do a septic like the test hasn't been done. So like you'd have to then ask for that to be done. And then, you know, if it can, then it'll tell you. That's uh, what I
2: was thinking, Ferret. You know, a, a Hobbit's natural home is underground. Dude, so if it's all... I would
0: be totally fucking down for that. You, you're going to yeah. have to get
2: you're going to have to get past D- Danny on that one. I don't I saw this one container home that was built in. Obviously, you can do any form of house, but it was the same thing it was on a grade. They dug into it. So it was basically straight back and then up. And then what they did is they created the roof of the house it was a full on garden, but it was also a water collector so that they could collector like it was the stuff people do man is freaking amazing and uh yeah i I look forward to hearing what you're gonna do
0: yeah so that's that's the situation going on right now so we're in flux we don't have much time really because we close in literally a month it's like 31 days from now we we close so congratulations um, hopefully we just find our rental either house or apartment we get that locked down on the first and then that way we don't have to rush we have like two weeks we can just move stuff Um, I think that's, that's what we're going to try to do. So that's, what's going on.
2: Cool, man. Well, I wish you the best. We're obviously doing the same as far as looking to reduce our overhead. Um, we've gone already and looked at some apartments in town. We live in a small town, so, um, rental availability is pretty crap. And, uh, the other thing is, it's kind of like a touristy town or, a retirement towns so tons of the and this is a problem i didn't know about until now but a lot of the homes around here number one are either second or third homes vacation homes or whatever <laughs> but also a ton of airbnbs and so yeah. what happens and they're and they're airbnbs that are people are um using but they're not at the residence so people are like in another state or whatever but yeah. they run the bnb so basically all these homes are being taken up and they're not rentals you can't buy them you can't you know and so there's essentially like a, a, a bit of a housing crisis here and so but we are we're out looking trying to get a, a better spot um for lower overhead and then this weekend speaking of the boats um saturday uh, morning we're heading up to check out basically the boat that i want so yeah if it's all possible we're going to find out and we'll see what happens with that but uh if not then you know we're looking at other means to reduce our overhead as i mentioned yeah Well, very cool.
0: I mean, like I said, it's an adventure. That's how I have to look at it too. And it, right. Like the, your frame of mind of like, okay, Hey, cool. Uh, we have options here and, um, yeah. So just want to say thank you again to chat. You guys have been awesome and supportive and I appreciate all the, uh, the thumbs up and and pushes of confidence and looking forward to seeing what's going on. Obviously, uh, um when we get to i think we got mech yeah we got mech 5 stuff to talk about so we'll wait till we get there but um let's go and talk about uh movies tvs books well um... let's talk
2: about why you were late getting up today (laughs) because it fits right in with this topic let's talk about some tv let's Um, talk about some some lost in space let's talk about lost in space it's funny we were both watching it last night without knowing we were well Um,
0: i I had started
2: it so i was like on like we both two
0: yeah yeah but i had already and watched like it. three episodes of season two and then gotcha. last night it was like i got off i i got done streaming at like two um went downstairs finished the uh, joe rogan podcast and um i was like okay well let's watch some and then next thing you know it's
2: six o'clock in the morning it
0: was like five something and i'm like all right just one more And then it was like six, and I was like, "Jesus, I need to go." I can't,
2: I can't binge like you. Not because I physically can't; it's because I'm watching all these shows with my wife, so I basically have to adhere to her schedule.
0: Yeah, she hasn't watched any Lost in Space, so that's something. But also, too, is like the going to Mandalorian. We watched an episode one, but then she didn't. She hasn't watched anymore, and we only did the trial because I, I, you know, like again because of finances right now, I didn't want to. And so I'm Marilyn the damn stuff. So I've watched Mandalorian, but she hasn't. So I'm like.
2: Good news as far as Mandalorian. I, now, months ago, I had read that there was only going to be one season, but there's going to be a season two. So um, I don't know if we had talked about that. But uh, I my understanding months ago was that they were just going to do, you know, one series and then they were going to do the next one, like the Obi-Wan Kenobi one that's coming out. Um and they weren't going to continue. Is that and is that going to be I, a Disney series or is that going to be a movie Disney, in the in the theater? Disney Disney series. There oh. may be a move, movie planned as well. I don't know. But this is another Disney show. And so, again, my understanding was going to be one season. And I thought this was confirmed because when the new Star Wars movie came out, number nine, the guy who plays the Mandalorian, I can't remember his name. Uh, he's I think he's like Hispanic or something like that um or spanish or something like that anyway he shit all over the new Star Wars movie in social media like pedro on Twitter pascal. yes it was pedro pascal he shit all over it he said it's a terrible movie terrible writing like i was like oh well he's doing that because he knows he's not doing a season 2 you know like he doesn't care he did his Star Wars thing and he's gone but there's a season 2 so i was really surprised cuz he was uh, yeah i'm not i'm not saying one way or the other magic pain glove i haven't seen the new one i liked Um, it yeah i knew Uh, you did (laughs) but but there's there's a ton of people out there who have not liked seven eight or nine and and i know all you all are fucking jaded that's what it is but anyway i was just really surprised but that basically disney was allowing that you know um and then when i saw that there's a season two i'm like wow he got away with that um but anyway i love the mandalorian uh, as far as, um, uh, lost in space, you know, we're on episode six, I think of season two Hi. and I'm actually enjoying season two more than I enjoyed season one. It's, and it, I it's actually, season yeah, one. season one was good.
0: Season two is just as good. And I want to strangle Dr. Smith so fucking bad. Dude, Jesus she, Christ! think
2: of how great of an actress she, she is though. She's such like, a good actress because you fucking hate her. It's like Victor
0: know? Davian Steiner's sister. I know. And you just want to strangle that bitch. Like, <laughs>
2: oh, you are
0: evil to the core.
2: Oh, Uh, Like, um, she uh, plays such a good, what I want to know is if she ever plays, um, a good person and it's believable. I I would imagine that she can, that she can play a totally believable good person, but she makes me hate her so much. Yes. Yeah. She makes, she makes me like her so, or hate her so much that just even seeing her, just seeing her face gets me angry. And you know, that not on a personal level, but she's just such a good, uh, Dr. Smith. Um. Yeah, I think last time we were talking
0: about it's because like season one, it's like the real fucked up part about that character is one you you hate her. For me in particular, it's like it's one thing to manipulate adults, and it's a completely other thing to manipulate children and yeah, yeah no doubt right so um but yeah no um if you haven't watched season two obviously it just came out so no spoilers there but it is fantastic i like it i think i'm i think i'm on the last episode shit maybe yeah. i'm like on like nine out of ten i don't know i i just turned it off last night because it was it was 605 and i was like phil really like this is what's happened to you so i went to i climbed in bed and went, went to sleep so um yeah that's why I'm i didn't pretty up sure like 2:30.
2: Yeah, I mean, I I figured you did some kind of binging, uh, you know. Um, we I think we finished episode six last night. All I know is we ended on, and this is a tiny, tiny bit of a spoiler, but not really. Um, the The line that we ended on was, "No, Will Robinson." <laughs> yeah. You know, and I was like, "Whoa, what's going on?" So the next episode's gonna be fun. Yeah. But uh, anyway, good show. Uh, what else are you watching? Any other uh, TV or movies?
0: Um. Off the top of my head, no. I mean, um, obviously, we already watched
2: The Witcher. We've talked about that. Um, Did you already watch it? Yeah. Oh, I haven't watched it. Oh, you haven't? No. I played the shit out of the game, but I have not watched the show yet. I'm surprised you
0: haven't watched The Witcher.
2: Well, again. What's wrong with you? (laughs) I have a wife that I'm watching all these shows with. Well, come on, Rebecca. I know, right?
0: Don't hold this man's dreams back.
2: Yeah, so that, that's on our list. That's probably next after uh, it's, Lost in Space. It's,
0: it's good. I haven't played any of the games. I know you've said... So to you play. didn't have that
2: relatable part of it?
0: I mean, obviously, the relation is, it's like a big... I knew it was a big game, but I think this is based off the novels, right? So my wife knew about the novels. And so, um, yeah, I, I. she liked... She loved it. Loved it. So... Um, even so much as like, she was like, I could definitely watch that again. I mean, that's how I felt about like the, the latest star Wars movie. I actually enjoyed it. Um, uh, but then again, the issue with so many people in like the star Wars movies, and I'm not talking about like the, the prequels, the prequels again, I'm just surprised Disney allows, like, why wouldn't they have gone in like JJ J. Abrams was the director for this one. Right. So Yeah why don't you just fucking stick with the same director so shit doesn't get weird? Like, that, no, I mean, I, I, honestly, like, whatever director it is, it just, it blows my mind that, like, that's one of the complaints people have, too, is that, like, the story and how, like, the director can just be able like, be like, oh, yeah, Jedi are, alien, are aliens, and that's where they get the powers or something. Like, they could literally just make something up, and it's like, oh, okay, let's go with it. But then the next movie, it's like, oh, no, they're, bioengineered you know from consistency is nice so to me it's like i don't know how that's possible disney in control of the helm now it's like you'd think they'd be like hey we set this is this is the because right they they dictate what is canon or whatever and you think like hey you know um we want this to to i don't you know but as far as the movie i actually really liked it um obviously uh spoiler alert um uh, you know stormtroopers die
2: um god damn it i'm sorry Not a, no no point in even going to see it now yeah. um yeah a lot of death mean, it, in star wars movies too by the way and how
0: it's just totally played
2: off dude so speaking it's of star dark. wars movies and death so micah's been begging to watch star wars for a while now and rebecca and i've been like well is you know is she old enough because that's the thing really with star wars it's just a lot of Violence right not gore. I mean sometimes hands or arms are cut off with lightsaber or whatever, but it's not gore There's not any unnecessarily blood splatter everywhere or Whatever death, but there's a lot of violence a lot of blasters and people blowing up or whatever And so we just kept like putting it off and not not quite Um, But you know, we watched the Harry Potter movies and there's some shit in that that's kind of scary So we thought, you know, we could do it. And so we we started this was maybe five or six days ago. She's watched episode uh, one two we skipped 3 because of anakin getting you know fucking totally ki- you know 3 was basically the i Killing think the roughest the of them. yeah just all that stuff we didn't so we basically summed it up for then we watched 4 5 and did, we just finished with return you of
0: the over jedi skip part last of night. well honey he murdered all the children
2: yeah well kind of we Man, you're already lying to her, man. (laughs) No, we we didn't lie. This is a cold this is a cold world, Darren. Remember all those conversations we've had? But dude, she is fucking so into Star Wars now. She wants to watch seven, eight, and nine. She wants to watch the cartoon. Like she's just she's obsessed with Star Wars now. So it's happened with my child finally. And I told her, you know, I was watching these. When I was younger than you, <laughs> yeah, you didn't. So it's, yeah, it's cool. You, it's full you circle. Have, you should have slotted Rogue One in there because that would have been fitting, like before those episodes. Been... I wanted to, but again, but Rogue, I Rogue One was a, a little bit dark. Yeah. Um, otherwise, I would have. Uh, yeah, I but um, but she's so into it, dude, and yeah. she loves. You know, yeah. I was just it was it was so. We were on the couch watching uh, Re- Return of the Jedi, and she just was so into it, and it was a magical moment. Felt really so, good.
0: So. Let's let's talk though, because is it that the stories and scripting is bad? Is that a part? I mean, I think that's a factor. I, I'm sure like some people are like, oh, I didn't like the story of how they handled it. And can you also is it a part of maybe a generational or like what your imagination can be one thing, and then what you get on the screen and it doesn't line up? So there it's or, a franchise. It sucks?
2: Yeah, it's a franchise with fanatics, and so whenever you have a franchise with fanatics, you we don't have... know anything
0: about that. So, yeah,
2: right. Um, I, you know, I'd say Star Wars, Star Trek, um, and uh, BattleTech. It, you know, and so when you have fanatics, you, you, it's just going to be more volatile. And, and, um, you know, like when Matrix came out, right? You can't go, oh, but that's not the way I envisioned Matrix. Nobody knew anything about it, so it was just out. And yeah. so I feel like there's a lot of factors that are in there. There's a lot of people that are older like me that go, that's not my Star Wars. That's not the what I remember. That's, you know, and I basically after episode seven, which, you know, like I, w- I realized I wasn't into the new movies as much as I was into the old movies. What I liked about the new movies was that you're in a different part of actors. life. You're yeah. And, and, and so what I realized basically is that I'm okay with these Star Wars, these new ones, not being what I love, that they're not the perfect Star Wars for me. Because I feel like, in a big way, they they weren't really made for me. Some people will get mad and get upset and they say, Yes, it was, it's made for the fans. But you gotta realize, the fans of that Star Wars are now 40s, 50s, 60s as far as age. And Disney is who owns it. And they're obviously trying to capitalize on kids and the younger generation. Do I feel like they went way too far as far as maybe pursuing some, you know, Disney-esque things to the, you know, like trying to make it too um inclusive? At, at, at a you know while compromising maybe story. Now, am I saying I don't want women and you know as leads or 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 non-white people not at all. I love all that stuff. The more diverse it can be, the better, and that's cool. However, the story is what matters to me most. And you know, ha- having watched all you know one through uh, six now. You know, I just realized I had my time, and I'm super happy that I had my Star Wars, which was four, five, and six. And you know, I can't—I'm not going to bang my head against the wall and be upset about these not being um, what I experienced back when I was ten years old. You know, plus or minus, um, it's just a different time. I'm a different person. Sure. There are different people in charge of it. So it but, is what but it is. But then I see—I see
0: comments like uh, magic in in chat, like where I I watched the 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 last one right that just came out and I liked it but I didn't go in with any preconceived notions I went in with like I'd seen the last one I'd seen all the movies like I I don't read any novels I don't keep up to date I'm not a fanboy I guess as far as like I'm not a true fan like I don't I don't read the novels I don't play in the tabletop games I don't you know like I don't own any memorabilia like I, I would say I enjoy Star Wars but like and I enjoyed it you know like so I, I don't know. I'm torn because like you could you could say something like what you just said, which is like, well, that's just how Disney uh, basically um, cancels out criticism. Right. They're just like, oh, well are just our fans are fanatics. Right. But what happens is is the experience of all the other people that actually did enjoy it. Is that just not as valid as someone who says well, I didn't enjoy No, it everything. X, y,
2: obviously, that we're talking about something that's extremely subjective, right? Um, now you can go to Rotten Tomatoes and you can see movies that have like ninety-nine percent of the people that watched it loved it, or one percent of the people that watched it loved it, and you can tell that okay, that's well, probably am I be a wrong? good movie. Like
0: that—that's the thing. Is no, like, of course not. Uh, but that's how I feel. Is like, I, I, well, I'm not wrong for saying I enjoyed it, and actually, I would have been well, seen
2: it again, right? Like this is individual, and if yeah. you enjoyed it, then fuck anybody who says you shouldn't you know like absolutely enjoy it and i'm not saying that that's an excuse like i'm not saying disney should be able to say uh this has a fandom and therefore um or fanatics so therefore we're not gonna be able to make a good movie all i'm saying is me personally i'm not gonna gnash my teeth over it i don't give a shit i thought the the star wars movies were done after the prequels because that's basically what george lucas said and i didn't really like the prequels compared to four five and six you know Mm -hmm. and so I was, in my mind, I was already, okay, well, that's the end of Star Wars, and that's fine. And so now, if they, you know, money is going to talk, and if people go and they make a shit ton of money, they're going to make more of them. If people go and they fail, then they'll have to choose their decision. Now, what I do see, and I like, if I can take one thing that I'm liking out of the Star Wars franchise right now, is that I do feel like maybe it's because the the quote-unquote failure of 7, 8, and 9. Of course, financially, they're not a failure, but some people will view them as... A failure because not as many people like them or not the right people liked it or whatever um, but what I do see is like for example Favreau who's doing John Favreau who did Mandalorian I believe I just saw that he's signed up to do a trilogy now and so like a series of movies so what I like is that they're taking somebody who did something good who's a good writer who's a good director who makes good Star Wars and they're taking that john and going to put them apply them to a, a a you know a series or whatever i don't even know what they're calling him, but there's going to be more you know one two and three star yeah. wars um so i if they continue doing that and kind of figure out who's doing it the best and their goal is to make the best star wars then i think there's a positive and bright future I, otherwise it's not going to ruin my life you know i think you could argue
0: like sometimes just being a a casual like fan is hell of a lot better for you mentally yeah right like right um yeah anyways uh so we've talked enough about that i what is this a star wars podcast yeah mandalorian was good i would definitely if you haven't watched it i would watch it um i don't know if did like i think you said is disney plus worth it's like 6.99 and i think that bundles a lot of people that have hulu and stuff like that but um i've watched it i enjoyed it i can't wait for season two and then other stuff as well um but uh yeah as far as books I'm not reading because I don't know where my fucking Harry Potter book four is. Because what? She, packed, she well, she packed. Oh, because in the the adjacent room we have basically like twice as many. Well, no, about the same. We have a lot of shelves and we had to organize, and she had to downsize as far as books and stuff. So, um, let's talk about games. Um, Escape games. from Tarkov. Yeah, have I saw you, you were have streaming. Have you played?
2: It. I have not played it. Um, I feel like that is pretty much the opposite of a game that i'm that's made for me <laughs> i will have yeah. a freaking heart attack there's no, too much dude you played the shit out of day z yeah it's it's
0: i don't know i but hey, i think you like people, it you could sneak around play forever. yeah you can sneak i like i've only played t- like twice so i need to stream and Uh, more and stuff like that but like i can see the allure of it because it takes away all of the nuances of like first person shooters like hud and knowing where you are and how much ammo count where your friendlies are it strips away it puts the the uh, you got to listen you got to know the map and the layouts and all those type of things Um, i think i think you'd enjoy it that being said i from my perspective is it's going to take me a while to get a Get a good grasp. Like, how many hours? I would say you you're probably going to need to put in a hundred plus hours to feel where you're come. Like not competent well, there's, but there's map
2: knowledge there's all you know uh yeah. equipment shit I, so yeah i mean i've watched it i think it's a great game i think they did something really unique and i think that's awesome you know when somebody takes a chance and does something and look how long that game was out there before it really started getting popular it's been out forever you know? yeah and, and it's still but, in beta they're still like still, yeah
0: they they refresh it every few months so stats don't fucking matter so but
2: disrespect's playing it Summit's it's playing it um uh i'm seeing all the big people playing it now and so so it's maybe yeah. come of age, you know, well, essentially.
0: Some of those sacriel, and I know someone had played it before, way back before it was like popular. The the popularity boom recently was because the the Twitch uh, event. Which, by the way, um, watching the the drop frame podcast, they're a hundred percent right. Any game, uh, and actually some of my mod, so my mod team for Mech Five, uh, one of the things we're going to look at is can we integrate any type of uh, Twitch integration because the amount of interactivity and put it's huge. It's monumental. Basically sakura saying is he averaged around 3000 viewers playing it. The, the event went on and he was averaging 10,000. And then people were asking, well, is it just the event? You know, what happens when they leave? He's averaging around like 7,000. So that doubled over doubled his viewership and people are still hanging around. So there has to be something there. And the, I think the kicker with those guys is they're, they're competitive and they love shooters. I've watched all of those guys play the shit out of, uh, um, uh, player unknown, Fortnite, apex, uh, call of duty black, you know, like I've seen them play all of the stuff. And what the issue you run into is they play the shit out of them. They, I mean, they have hundreds, if not sometimes thousands of hours, they get bored. And then you throw in a game like this, that, from a skills perspective you have to actually have skill um and you can see them have amazing plays and then also too is you can see that on a really amazing player can ju- wrong situation wrong time they're getting fucked up for the whole eight hour stream uh, and anyways it's i can see the lure it's it's because you can for those that don't know too it's like a it's like a survivalist shooter uh looter shooter but you can lose shit so if like you take in a lot of stuff and someone pops you they can come steal all of your loot and you just you know you did that right there's no real money real world money involved um so the first thing that pops into my mind is like why is that mechanic so like outside of just tarkov why is that sewer lure and i think it's just because of like high risk versus very high potential reward right like you can you can you can take that away from that's where I think Eve came from, right like the the idea that Eve right And so in my mind as fucked up as this is, Darren, the first thing that I see when I when I play other games, this is this is my problem Darren. I can I just be open with you? Be open I'm, be honest need, now
2: that you finally can.
0: I'm gonna be honest with you guys. Any time I play any game, the thing that goes through my head, Can we make, can we, could we do this with Battletech? Like, that's what fucking <laughs> happens in my head. Like, like, yeah. can we, oh, this mechanic, could we do that in MechWarrior title? Or, oh, look at this RTS, can we do that in Mech Commander? Like, that is in my head, like any game, card game. I play Hearthstone, I watch Slay the Spire, any of these fucking games. And I'm like, that would be a really good Battletech game. Like, ah, like that's, that's how much, like, I love the, <laughs> like, it's, yeah, like... I know. Uh ah, like so uh escape from tarkov i need to just dive in and just play it uh yeah. cool tonight how about we do that do you guys want to yeah. like, tonight we're gonna stream it i'll, I'll there stream you go. it over on my channel tonight i've got to work
2: twitch.tv forward slash tiny terrier some tarkov okay, tonight i'm dropping um, in the chat yeah yeah now i saw you actually I, I said that you played tarkov last night but actually you played uh Ooh, war thunder to. war thunder you were back in tanks uh how was that
0: Um, it felt good. It's funny. Actually, one of my best rounds last night is I was dropping with, uh, Dr. Demos, True North and, uh, Laurent and they all died and I'm in my super pershing and I go on a fucking murdering spree and I'm just like casually talking. I've got this great, like, just how many kills you get. I don't know. Like, I mean, I just murdered everything.
2: It was just like, I didn't, I barely even got shot. We'll have to um, play our super Pershings. I haven't uh, touched War Thunder in probably six months or yeah, more. Yeah, I haven't. I haven't played it because you know, and I like I love the American tanks.
0: Yeah, I mean, uh, it was probably about four months ago. I was trying to balance streaming on my personal channel and streaming on yeah. NGNG TV and I just couldn't do it. I just, I had to dedicate it too much one, and obviously, you know, our contract. And yep. so, um, I love the casualness and i have to play it casually i do have premium time i had like a few days i had seven days i could activate so i did that and then my buddy gave me 20. so i'll play it casually but this is my issue with all these games and this is one thing that i love about mwo which is i don't have to fucking grind the tears i hate hate loathe disgust it's disgusting i hate that i hate it it's the worst thing ever like It drives me away world of warships that grind in it like world of war like all of them i just so with at least tanks it i just have to play casually and just have fun with a, a a group of buddies but the one thing you run into very fucking quickly in that game is when you get higher in the tiers and you don't have premium time and even if technically you do you start losing income like at this like six range if you're not doing well in matches you can't even fucking play and like it's such a mechanic to drive you to get premium and then um i just to me that i have to like just recognize that it is what it is and just go in there and have fun i just have to
2: yeah that that's a you know that's a mindset thing i think um Sidestrafe, he used to be you know like he we would talk and, and his thing was always he didn't care about the grind. Like he wouldn't pay attention to the grind. In other words, he wouldn't go in and get, um, you know, premium vehicles or or whatever premium stuff or, um, you know, buy the premium time. He would just enjoy where he's at, period. Yeah. Whatever yeah. tank he's in, whatever plane he's in, whatever ship he's in, he would just focus on that and enjoy the time in that space. And that is a total mindset. I struggle with it because... I'm always looking ahead at what I want next, and and so I get totally sucked right into that grind mode, um, and I have to work hard at just enjoying where I'm at in the moment. Enjoy that tier one, you, or tier you, two, or tier three vehicle, you know? And
0: you're a, um, as I call them, Pokemon collector, right? Like you got to
2: collect them all, right? <laughs> well, yeah, not Pokemon, but vehicles, yes. Like I love having everything, yes. So when I'm grinding, I go from left to right across a list. And then I go down the next tier yeah. and go, you know, and I get them all and it's like an OCD thing. And so I, if I work really hard at it, I can get out of that mindset and just enjoy where I'm at and not focus on what I'm grinding for or whatever. But it's not easy for me and I know it's not easy for a lot of people.
0: Yeah, I, it's, it's one of those free to play mechanics that I was so glad that MWO didn't fall down that route i could have easily seen yeah. it going that route too no um, doubt but they chose something that was not the norm so um yeah so we've got that um another game that i'm gonna play um and uh it's it's ready to roll and it's something i'm super excited for is uh, uh titanfall 2 the campaign oh like, good for you dude i've heard it's um you i remember you played it and you said i remember absolutely and I absolutely the said, best yeah you said and i quote that was the best single-player campaign i've played in a very long time yeah and so I'll, I'll,
2: I'll say another one that's right up there with it and something you should also look at is the witcher 3 Witcher three but yeah. yes however um titanfall 2 the single-player campaign man you have a good time ahead of you that's yeah. a just an excellent story excellent uh game
0: yeah actually i think ferret was threatening me that i need to play that before i play uh some more tarkov i do need to play it so the dude the thing, do it because uh, he sent me a message, he says, This is the best mechware game I've played, um <laughs> single player mechware game. And we've talked a lot about this. And from me being like, because the mods and stuff are available now, I think what I want people to do is play a multitude of games. Don't stick to the same things that have been done for previous game, mechware games, or whatever. Come up with new ideas, come up with new challenges. You know, should mechs uh animations be this way can we change things should we change things scale how weapons work stuff like that go to other games and when you're playing it be like oh well this this could work you know that this would be really good you know or something like all i'm saying is like not the whole if it ain't broke don't fix it is more like could it be done in a different way that maybe evolves it or brings it to in the next level I've talked a lot about this with mechs with arms and stuff like that, having tabletop values and how it just doesn't make sense with like how arms fall off or you know, uh, get blown off so easy and there's no, really no benefit from them and blah 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 blah. And like or hit locations, like not why do we have them. But ask yourself, why do we have them? What is their function? What is their function in tabletop? And why do we like them in tabletop? And does any of that cause issues in a first-person shooter? And then is there any solutions or creative solutions or imaginative solutions that can address or fix those things? And that's what I'm looking at is like um, I brought this up with uh, someone did a a HUD mock-up for Mech 5. And it was like, you know, the classic like HUD green lines and stuff. Yeah, it looked good. It did. It did but that's what i expect a you know like an, a mech warrior old game to look like what i'm saying is i'm challenging you come up with new stuff and that's where i'm looking forward to titanfall 2 cuz one of the things that when i first played titanfall 1 you get in the mech it's completely sealed off by the way and then it has the HUD displayed internally and if you read the fucking novels guess what that is that's a mech that's that's a when you get in a centurion um th- you have these viewports but they're like secondary tertiary backups of backups like it's like if shit hits the wall technically yes you can see out of the mech and you can use this it wasn't this simple like f14 tomcat hud you know it was a very complex and so when i first saw the titanfall thing the the hud and how it works i'm like jesus that looks amazing that would be great in a MechWarrior title or something like that and then um animations i've never ever i've been so critical of this throughout the years i i've never liked the mwo robot animations like i've never liked that and i remember asking at the thing i think it was brian ekman years ago like and he said well art uh the creative uh artist uh, i think dennis or whatever chose that direction and that's the direction hey that's cool you chose it i just don't agree with it i don't like it i don't like this i want I want the animations to be organic and stuff. And when you see the Titans run or you see like a character, like a human character in the novels, it talks about mechs being eerily human-esque and like it, it's unsettling. That's, I, I think,
2: think what you, an example might be uh what's that movie? The, the, the big movie that comes out with the robots. Pacific uh, Rim. Yeah. I think, is that the kind of, style yeah you're thinking. but
0: imagine scaled down it's sort of like chappy or stuff like that like yeah yeah those, scaled
2: down but that kind of yeah still robotic it, but it's also fluid
0: it's it's the, the it's like having a human character walk around but is this it's a it's a you know 20 foot tall mech mech 5 uh does not move the bar any Like, there are a few mechs, uh, albeit the light mechs. Javelin is one of those. The assassin is one of those where they have actual walk and then run animations where there's flight. So that's really fucking cool. And arm swing, I don't know why they went like semi. Like, if a mech doesn't have a weapon in the arm and it's a heavy, it just sort of just does this. Like, that's all. Fucking just make it. Ah, like, let's... Like Let's get that. And then the the second problem with animations on some even those is that they don't have the organic footfall of almost a foot in front of a foot or that sort of how your hips and stuff when you move side, you do all these things. It's still robotic. So it's foot placement basically like this instead of in front and in line. So uh, And scale too is another big thing with Mech 5 that it wasn't MWO they chose scale as far as what they did, and the issue with it, in my opinion, is that they've made mechs so goddamn big.
2: <laughs> like, Did you say so big?
0: Yes, they're fucking huge. A an atlas was supposed to be around twelve meters tall.
2: Thirty six feet.
0: Thirty six feet. A javelin is almost that tall. A javelin, by the way. So. The issues that creates is that you took a a mech and its representation from the tabletop or artwork, which is fine in those contexts, but as soon as you bring that into a first person shooter like MWO and you make a mech significantly bigger than another counterpart that may be a little bit smaller, but it can pack X amount of firepower, guess what? One gets obsolete, and we've seen that the Direwolf, the Atlas, the like all those mechs that couldn't just like they just get hosed because they're so fucking big, like ridiculously big, and uh, proportions—they're too fat and stuff like. And that's one thing from an art perspective. I love Alex's work, or Alec. No, Alex. Uh, Alex, whatever. Galactus.
2: Alec Alec is flying debris.
0: If that's your real name, Um, I love his work. But the one thing I don't like is that it's this like perpetual, like, oh, 100 ton is significantly bigger than a 75 ton mech or a 75 is significantly bigger than a a 55 ton. The problem is we got this weird notion in our head that tonnage means size and, and scale when the reality of it is, is you've picked up a block of metal, right? Like. Uh, uh, like aluminum versus steel
2: density you're talking about yeah
0: it's fucking completely different you're like holy shit this thing's light i wouldn't suspect that and then you try to pick up a gold bar bar, you know like
2: volume doesn't equal weight yeah and so the density
0: yeah and the the problem is proportions and this is where i challenge modders out there and i would even say pgi i the the only problem with that is like some of these things are Subjective I guess and so I don't suspect well and, that...
2: and decide and in their design Direction decisions yes. in other words, they said this is what we're yes. gonna do
0: and you know mark I know marks in chat. He can't just be like, okay, well, I'm doing all this No, he's got to follow the directive of his boss and it is what it is That's why I think it falls on modders to say if you have a vision for mech warrior and mech 5 and modding mech 5 it's gonna be up to, to you and I would say that use your imagination. Don't hold down, you know, like there Don't are things. Back. Yeah. And that's why I'm looking forward to, I know we are sort of going towards, I was talking about Titanfall two, but that's why I'm looking forward to it because from a storyline campaign, I've heard so many things, heard so many people talking about it. I'm looking forward to it. And I feel like we got, that's what a lot of people are wanting. I, in Mech five, Mech five, people wanted that storyline campaign and they didn't get that what they're used to. They got this this obviously as Russ said, uh, they're not the best storytellers. But it looked like a piecemeal story sort of thrown together, and it wasn't displayed very well to the player. Like as far as the intro, I was so disappointed that the intro cinematic to the game was what it was. It it should have been like a, oh you go and talk to Rihanna. Oh well, can you tell me a little bit about history or something? And then that played like that's what I was expecting. Like it was like a you know more informative thing, like but as an intro. But um, I guess my point being is like the intro cinematic where your your dad dies. Spoiler alert. Um, it was it was just to me. Is that it, really a spoiler though? <laughs> it always happens, right? Mech four, your daddy's died. uh, ah, revenge. Um, right. So sorry. I. No, it's it's into the modders' hands. I feel, and you, some people are going to be upset, be like, "Well, PGI shouldn't rely on the modders." They're not. What I'm saying is, you have the opportunity to create what you feel, take it in
2: a different direction.
0: Yes, and and try things um, that escalate the IP and aren't just like, "Oh, well, we've done this in the past." Blah blah blah. And that's why you know I talk about like mechs and animations, hit locations. What does it mean to have indo and faro and, and xl engines and myomer muscle fiber what, what does those things mean like you know and you can put your own stamp on it and that's where i'm really looking forward to and obviously i've already seen uh the modders uh section uh is the people are already diving into i do think there are some um the hiccups though it looks like there are well some- hold on
2: Let's let's take this into the next, okay. uh, you know, uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, topic, which is MechWarrior Five, MechWarrior Online, BattleTech, etc. Um, so, yes, what day was it released? Yesterday, or the day before. Monday. The, so Monday, um, the mod tool. What 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 is it called? It's it basically
0: no, it's it's Unreal Engine Eng, the editor, and it has it's basically the entire build kit of how Mech Five was done. All the okay, files. Okay, so all that the was assets, released everything.
2: So a little bit more, a little easier for people to mod, but there's obviously more steps that need there, to happen. Yeah. To make there's it... a
0: few tools that are in there that like they created, but then some of them aren't, um, you know, and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, basically if like you wanted to, it's the next step, create mech five, you can click build and it builds the entire thing. So okay. you can go in there and edit to your heart's content technically.
2: Um, So do you expect now with this being available that we're going to start, I don't know how many mods are out like on Nexus right now, 10 or 12 or something like that. Do you expect now that this has been released to see more of those coming quicker?
0: It's already happening. Um, Yeah. Like someone I think was already showing, like for instance, weapon stuff and like that it's easy because you can take like the UAC 10 or burst fire or LB 10 and you can just modify them to be twenties or fives or twos. So like all that, I feel like is going to be done really quick. Like that is not hard coded. And what I mean by hard coded is so PGI uh some of the systems are done in C++ and they're locked. So you don't have access to those. Um the majority of other stuff is called blueprints. So basically it's like easily scriptable. They're like scripts so people can go in there. And that's what some people are running into is some of these things are hard coded and they don't have uh ability to edit, right? So like for instance, um, I don't have an e- example, but like X, Y, and Z, if you wanted to do it well, if it's hard-coded and you don't have access to it, you can't alter, you know? Um, yeah, someone says hard-coded is not the same as in data table, yes. And I'm sure I may be butchering, but my point being is like, so now the question I have for PGI would be, um, what, why are these hard coded and why not a, a like why are they it would be like why are these uh, are they locked out and can you open those up you know and that's where i was hoping the um the relationship with the community would be like hey now that the tools are out as you guys dive in and learn and obviously they've been very open about that as far as like hey we released this early you to to where you guys can do things learn dive in and so that's where i'd ask the mod the modders and mod teams that are forming you need to be able to go and say okay hey features x y and z are hard-coded we'd really like access to them is there any particular reason why we don't have access and would you be willing to give us access to that and from pgi standpoint I think when I first talked to them last year or a year ago or whatever, when we were at Metcon, the only answer I got was everything's going to be pretty much accessible except for if it, if it has to do with the um, stability of the client. And I think I was told there might be a few other things that are locked out, but if it doesn't impact that, then I don't see any reason why we can't unlock that and give access to that. But that being said, that's their prerogative. So, I just don't think, like, for instance, if they allow mechs, like, right now, you can make your own mechs. You can bring mechs. You can make the Timberwolf, right? You could do that right now. So, if they're allowing that type of stuff, I don't see why they wouldn't allow access to other things. Like, because, if anything, it helps them because regardless of whatever is going on with Mech 5, if people are able to mod and create these things, their buddies are gonna buy Mech 5 down the road, whether it's on sale or regardless of wherever PGI is, right? regardless if if they've moved on, regardless if they're moving on to DLC of whatever, the only issue I see is doesn't impact what their plans are. But if they allow all this other stuff, I think all the modders have to do is come up with like, hey, it'd be great if we had access to this, you know, and why not? Like, so, and they, and by the way, there is a modding uh, section on the official discord. Um, and there is access directly to the devs there as well. Um, if you're a mod team, I think too, the cool thing is they're going to have like this, uh, separate channel for builders. Um, like specifically so it's not like for instance if you're a mod team like my team i have y unnatural we have uh dark and we have uh myself we're looking at modding mech commander. so like luckily we already have access to that channel now so.
2: to clarify that doesn't mean you're taking mech commander and modifying uh, modding that you're talking about taking mech warrior five and yes. making mech commander yes. using yeah yeah um, well i mean that's that's it so you're obviously looking at something significant like a, a you know if you can uh, yes do that no. well compared to just throwing yes. in a new mech or yes. making your own mission or whatever it, so yeah, yeah. yeah so it's going to be interesting to follow along with how that process goes with you because that will also in my mind reflect on how likely it is that other people like for example um Seder just mentioned uh the mech warrior living legends team other people coming in and I think trying to mod their here. own version of a game yeah. are they here
0: yeah, I think the living legends guys as far as my understanding and it makes sense like uh, To me guys If anything how I felt and for those that don't fucking know because i've had people reach out and be like hey Would you be willing to stream living legends? Dude, I did that Fucking 10 years. We ago. did it 10 years ago <laughs> you, you you like your Stormcrow? I did the 3d model for that.
2: I'm still so proud of you that. don't like your Stormcrow? crow he still You don't like it model. blame this guy
0: <laughs> um my point being is they're like, there's so many people that have been like, oh, the Living Legends, it's so much better than MWO. You're fucking off your rockers. No, it isn't. It's different. There's some really cool uh, game modes, and I will agree there. Of it for I sure. fucking like some of the aspects of, of Living Legends, and I've wanted. So, but there's so much pride sometimes, people, and like the cool thing to hate, you know, blah, blah, blah. Get off your fucking high horse, jump on board the Mech 5 mod scene, and go wild and create something Hell that's yeah. pretty badass. That's what, like, drop the pride thing and be like oh we can just do it so much better it's like or you can actually like have a game that looks good and performs good and stuff like and don't give me trust me i was there with the living legends team i know all of you know like don't don't try to sell me something um but my point being is jump into mech 5 and do things that i've like make make that pve or hell pvp i mean there's four people so technically, I don't know how hard it would be to create PvP just 4-on-4 four four or 12-on-12 12 12 or what. I don't fucking know. Um, so yeah, like let's see what comes out of it. But as far as low-hanging fruit weapons, I think mechs are going to go in. Hard, like I think all this is available. I think uh, the, the some of the stuff that I've seen, I think Naveed was uh, posting in the, the gen- mod general and it had to do with, their speed is different like the behind the scenes and why rot if you can tell me um the problem is you know a mech goes 64 kph right and so you go to the mech and you're expecting to be able to just set the speed or whatever but it's not exactly like that behind the scenes so um either a tool has to be made for this or conversion or something like that it's something again i'm just sort of talking on my ass here but um certain things like that aren't one-to-one right they're using like uh, unreal um engine units and stuff like that um but uh yeah banshee says better graphically than mwo you're out of your mind sir um (laughs) those mechs yeah those textures are spot on dude like come on like you're well subjective right well yeah my subjective is saying you're out of touch with reality which is fine Um, but
2: anyway um I'm totally looking forward to it and so I'm glad that that uh, you know that new piece of the puzzle was released last Monday and I look forward to more Um, I want to see the mods I want you know so as far as MechWarrior 5 I'm obviously going to continue streaming that on my channel I'll be doing Bombadils Bombadiers Um, same with uh, you know um, uh, Battletech as well you'll be streaming I'm assuming MechWarrior 5 as much as you can and uh, there's things that you want to stream um so yeah i mean that's that's basically as far as news for mech warrior 5 that's it right they they did release the um yeah and
0: to be fair i think this this is version one and they'll release more and that's why i was saying like if you're a modder and you're run, let's just say you have a goal or whatever and you're running into anything that's ask like do a simple write-up like go to google docs and be like hey you know like uh i'd like to be able to edit this but this is running into like be respectful obviously because the devs i mean and be like uh maybe even pose the question um is there is there a performance or is there a stability reason this is locked or is this you know something like that is it possibly can it be unlocked and and blah 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 because if you do that uh again and and you're probably not the only one um you know why not like and that and that's where i feel like pgi is in a unique position right now uh darren is like obviously they're going to work on some type of dlc we know that like that that's a given right we don't know how much we don't know how far out we don't know how many or whatever but there's probably going to be a dlc we we all feel like like that and that's not insiders by the way i'm just assuming i think even russ on the interview he mentioned like possibly dlcs and stuff like that he hell he mentioned mech6 which
2: i still have no idea what that means well of course he was yeah that was that wasn't (laughs) saying mech6 is in the pipeline like for
0: instance when he mentioned uh uh clans need their whole another game i'm like no introduce a new campaign with mech 5 why would you release a completely different title that's like ah i i would i will i will pay x amount what like what however much for a good campaign clan you know stuff like that um anyways i guess my point being is um i got sidetracked here uh what was i saying um i don't know what was i saying
2: um we are talking about you really you know what russ has said as far as dlc what's coming up and and bringing new things to the game clans mech 6. Nah, I don't, I don't uh, um anyway anyway anyways yeah lost my so that, train of thought. that's okay because we need to move on we've uh that, that's mech warrior 5. you'll be able to see more of it here at NGNG tv and of course at uh, twitch.tv forward slash tiny terrier um mwo uh the only thing i know about mwo right now i know that uh russ mentioned in a uh, tweet that they're meeting over the next few days. So I'm assuming, you know, the rest of this week and maybe into the beginning of next week um, to discuss what's gonna be happening with MWO. Uh, The only solid thing I have is that the, um, and I think Matt's still here, the one who created it, there is a new event and sale. It's the Winter War event and sale. You can go to mwomercs.com and see more information about that. So that's what's happening in MWO. As far as MWO and our channels. Do you miss it? MWO? Yeah. Yeah, I do. Um, what I miss about it, though, is just, you know, hanging around with people and playing it together. So, um, you know, as people are talking about the the Masters Challenge. I'm going to kind of decide what's going to go on with that. And, um, you know, I've been watching uh, Star Wolf's been streaming it the last few nights and sync drops. And, yeah, I still think there's a lot of fun to be had in MWO. I've loved MWO. I've never played a game for as many years as I've played MWO. Um, I've always had kind of this limit, somewhere around five years, I get uh, burnt out on games, EVE Online and EverQuest 1 and World of Warcraft, and all these games that I played in my uh, PlanetSide 1. You know, it was always right around five years, and I'm like, okay, I've had enough. Um, I think it's because of my love for the franchise, I've been able to last longer with MWO um but yeah what i miss is the people in the community of course i love my big stompy mech and i'm getting that in mech warrior 5 and i'm getting that in battletech as well but i think there's going to be reason for me to still play and stream mwo as long as it you know the game continues and so yeah. um and and you know like i said starwolf kind of reaffirmed that with me as has been watching well, him stream it the last few nights and it is still fun it's a good game and this yeah. and and yeah. but that's where i'm torn like yeah i miss it and
0: i think we could play and have some fun But I I, I said this last night on my stream. I said, if there's nothing happening with MWO, either one, I need to just play it and accept it for that's what it is and just enjoy it while it's time as it fades into the the darkness. Or two, because nothing's going on, I just need to cut the cord and not play the game. Like, and that's, that's where, as far as the development goes, I still think there's life, but there's... I, we've said that, me and you have talked about this so much, like with faction play and then Solaris and then the different buckets and different populations of the game that enjoy different types of things and how it's all spread out and stuff. Like, again, just going back to just solo and group chops, I don't know if group chops are, I think you can do them, uh, but I think solo is probably the quickest way you can still go. But if there's nothing going on with the development of MWO, and recognizing that, you know, is the game going into the sunset, you know, sort of thing. And then also, what are their plans? I don't think it makes sense, Darren, for them to continue any type of development on MWO. I don't think it makes sense. And my reasoning for this is this if Mech sales weren't making them money to, to uh, as far as profit, they, they weren't breaking even. Okay, so that we we recognize the monetization model for uh, for MWO was great for early on but the problem is as you got more and more mechs it just didn't like it's instead of skins like skins you can go ham and blah 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 and different stuff like that that's why like fortnite and all these other games that do really well the problem is people weren't buying mechs because another mech could do it better i mean you could see it through the images of the mech and let alone the designs or tonnage like you knew exactly what the mech was so what are they going to update faction play what are they going to update solaris i just i don't think it doesn't make sense from from their standpoint to dedicate resources and resources means people and money to what up like how are you going to fix solaris the problem with solaris is the core design they went with and same thing with faction play like yes people enjoy certain types of faction play and i get that but i'm saying like can you can you what do you are you trying to just hold it off until a certain point? How much of this has to do with the extension with Microsoft that Russ has talked about publicly? Um, even if they do get an extension, does it make sense for MWO to keep going on? Does it make enough money to where keeping the the doors open or putting resources into it? And then on top of that. Would it not make more sense for them to dedicate and branch? Like, let's just say, I don't know. I don't know what an extension looks like or the numbers. Let's just say they get one and it's enough time to where uh, they can continue pumping out stuff for Mech 5 and MWO is on the way out, but we'd like to bring maybe a new online mechware on, you know, some type of uh multiplayer, I should say, because you don't want to say mechware online, a multiplayer mechware game or some type of title. Does it not make more sense to utilize this new engine and new network capability that Unreal has and all those type of things? Does it not make sense to dedicate a team for, let's just say, 12 months or whatever to get that off the ground? I don't know how long it would take. Again, in the long run, does that not make sense? Because you're not making any more money off mech sales. So unless you're making good enough money off premium time and bolt-ons and paint color you know like I just don't think it makes sense and that's where again going back to I don't know if I want to play it because it's what are we doing here I mean for the past two years we haven't had any significant development in the game
2: yeah I mean your, it sounds to me a little bit like your choice of whether to play it or not is based on development which is fine your your, your reasoning is your reasoning um for me myself when i'm looking at it i'm just trying to decide am I, do i have fun do i you know am i going to have fun doing that sure and yeah. i and, can, I and can so, do that though to clarify i could do that and i
0: think i'd be okay with that but when i play the issue is looking at talking at people and like, then you get your hopes up a little bit like oh maybe just maybe and i don't know if i want to p- I don't want to put my heart through that. All right. Sure. Like, you know, <laughs> you've been hurt enough.
2: Yeah. Um, my feeling, and so you, you, know, you will see MWO on NGNG TV, um, as long as I have fun playing and and have fun with you guys, uh, then I'm going to continue doing it. And like I said, it's probably going to be uh, solo queue and doing sync drops and that kind of stuff. Um, as far as group queue goes. From what I've been hearing from the community is that Group Q is somewhat moving towards faction play and that's how you're able to play with other people. And you know, maybe I'll join Star Wolf and, and some other people um, and, and try some faction play as well. But again, as, as long as I have fun with the game, then I'm gonna play a game. That's what games are all about for me. So as long as I continue to have fun with MWO, I'll keep playing it um, until I don't or until it, you know, it, it goes away or whatever. Um, but that's all the news I have as far as MWO. Check out the Winter War event and sale mwomerks.com. Well, um, and, and to be fair, mm-hmm. it'd be
0: nice to hear from you guys out there. So in the YouTube comments, or yep. you know, like when you see a stream, for sure, Discords, like Reddit, do you- like what do you? How do you feel about that? Like, like, and of course, from it'd be great to hear from PGI, like, because really, all this means shit. None of it means a damn thing until they say, "Yeah, okay, this is." what we're feeling or this is the direction we're going or hey we're thinking about this direction what do you think all of this means nothing if they've already decided to go this direction or that direction so
2: yeah i agree and and you know like i mentioned at the top of this uh topic is that um you know supposedly russ mentioned on twitter that over the next few days um they're going to be discussing mwo so i assume it soon within a week or two or whatever we're going to hear something and i know um that people are going to keep uh pestering russ about that so that's good hopefully we'll hear soon um but we don't know anything and finally we can say for the we we absolutely don't know anything yeah um anyway let's talk about BattleTech uh harebrained schemes um just real quick now, I'm going to continue playing BattleTech. I don't sure. know what is in the works for DLC. I don't know if there's more DLC coming. Um I do know that uh, Harebrain Schemes is moving on uh with another project. I think another game or something really? like that. I don't I don't know the details, but yeah, it's non BattleTech related. Really? Yeah. Oh, that's news. Um, I didn't know that. Yeah, they they they've just had a big hiring blitz uh you know, trying to get more people. So now, I'm not saying That's speculation. You know, well, I'd say I'm 75 percent sure or more that that's the direction it's going in from hearsay and and what uh, they've been saying on on Twitter and so forth and well, social media. Let
0: me ask you: Does I think that sort of makes sense? I think Paradox bought them, acquired Paradox, them, yes, for them doing some type of their own projects as far as in-house for um, Turn based Strategy. But also think about this. I mean, the license, again, with Russ and, and uh, Microsoft, right. right? They couldn't count on it. Well, so for those that don't know, Microsoft is the IP rights owner. PGI bought the license to be able to create MWO. HBS then had to go to PGI to get basically like a sub-license, right? A licensee from that. So if PGI still doesn't know, and again, this is speculation because I don't know about the the... Um, extension that russ talked about publicly if they haven't got that or if they haven't been like secure game developers have to start planning a year plus ahead are we going to see any more content about BattleTech? because if if pgi couldn't say yes we know for a certain that we're going to get an extension that puts hbs in a weird place right so um you know where does that go so I don't know. I mean that would be that how do you feel about that that we wouldn't get like a BattleTech 2 or like a clan like imagine if we don't get like a clan like storyline or whatever like that that would be a bummer.
2: Yeah, I mean I don't feel good about it um obviously uh but I understand business is business and and you know things happen whether you like it or not and so my feeling is, I'm still, I'm glad BattleTech is here, and then I get to play it, and that they'll keep hopefully being modding and, and things added to it. Um, what I love to see another BattleTech project, BattleTech 2, absolutely. Um, but uh, you know that so is such is life. We don't know what's going to happen. Um, but I am going to continue streaming and I'm going to continue playing it. Um, I'll be running Bombadil's Bombardiers over there as well as Mech 5. Um, so, you know, that's that's basically all I got for uh, HBS. Bummed.
0: You know, and on top of that, I'm also bummed because I feel like HBS dropped the ball on setting their game up to be fully moddable to where people can make maps and campaigns and stuff like that. I'm not saying they should have created an editor. I'm not saying like that because they created a fucking Shadowrun editor. That was it was basically its own thing. Like you download it, open it up. It wasn't whatever engine they were working in they created like you'd open it up and I wasn't expecting that like you would have to know uh, Unity but it's sort of like what a Mac 5 just
2: came out and said that would take like two more years of development yeah but I think what
0: I know what I think he's talking about is an editor we weren't wanting an editor we just needed their tools basically like Mac 5 just got like just give us the project because now if they close the door on that the mods yeah mods have all the clan mechs all those stuff as far as that but you can't do maps as far as my understanding you can't mod in like uh you can't change the uh the campaign or any of that like that um you can't introduce anything so that would be a real bummer and uh it sucks that, that didn't happen but like also too is that'd be weird that again they would be leaving sort of the battle tech you know but understandable yeah no uh, I, I, I mean from a business I, perspective far, if uh, that's
2: true if that's true. Yeah. We don't know. Uh, Jordan Wiseman, I believe, is starting um, like a, a not a, not tabletop as in BattleTech, but you know board game company with some. I think he's like with two <laughs> other partners. He's starting a board game company. It's ambitious, isn't he? Yeah. Well, he likes to likes to get stuff done. So um, you know, and and I think it. I'm pretty sure that's just what's going to happen. Uh, HBS is not going to be doing, um, new BattleTech projects and, um. You know, it's like I said, it's, it, it's why I've always said for years and years, enjoy this time while we have it because it's a golden age, a golden era of Battletech and MechWarrior and it will be gone. Well, at it's, some a, point. it's a
0: scary thing, dude. Like the whole, I know. Uh, uh, like, I, you know, people will say this, the whole extension with, like, it'd be great to hear from Ross. Like, Hey, we're going to be doing MWO yeah. 2.0. You want to hear those, that fucking news? Because of if you don't, here's the, here's the thing guys. Like, <laughs> and again, this is no affiliation now. This is just my honest truth. Like, if it goes back to Microsoft, we and this is the only like the only silver lining here is if that were to happen, we have Mech 5 and all the mod tools, and we can do whatever the fuck we want with it. Like and that's the people out have been doing with Mech 4 for and, years. Yeah, and that may be the saving grace. But if it goes back to Microsoft, I don't think Mech Warrior is a big enough title to pull Microsoft into actually doing something. And maybe someone else can come along and try their hands or whatever. But if it goes back, I mean, they want like, especially, I, I don't know, man, that's that's true. I mean, because mecha genres, I mean, again, MWO, Hawken, I would say Gears, Heavy Gear, but that's not even a thing. What I'm saying recently, um, and Titanfall. And even though I'm about, you know, like I said, I heard Titanfall 2 is an amazing storyline, and uh, I'm going to be playing it. It it faded, right? It, it it's not something you see. It's not someone you know that like the masses are chanting. You know, more, 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 more. If this goes away, the only same grace is, and I can say thank you uh, to PGI for going that route because I think it's smart. One, I think it's smart for them going this route because if if it goes away, they're still making money off of Mech Five sales, and if the mod scene does what I think the mod scene is going to do. It's gonna make something pretty amazing, and gonna give run, it life. And and in the long run, you're gonna see. We're gonna. I don't see any hindrances uh, as of right now. And talk to my guys. I don't see anybody or anything stopping us from doing the Mech Commander mod. Uh, you're gonna see people continue to create uh, story and campaigns and stuff like that. You're gonna see new weapons. You're gonna see Clan Tech. You're gonna see tanks. By the way, someone's already messing with that, so you can pilot tanks, which means. Uh, VTOLs and aerospace isn't far from that, which means what about infantry? I mean, you name it, the modders are unbelievably passionate and will get it done. So, whether it happens from an official standpoint from PGI or from the mod scene, and this is where I'm sort of torn too, Darren. And I know we're sort of branching off here, but I know some people complain about like, oh, well, PGI needs to do this. Look, They may be in a position now of saying, how about we are just facilitators? We're going to do the best we can over here, but like we really just need to have a a solid base on the community and say, hey, what do you need? What do you need from this? Oh, it doesn't stop. It's not performance. There's no issues. Sure, let's let's get it to you because, again, especially if there's no extension, uh, again, we don't know, if anything, it would drive sales yeah drive sales and in the long run it still makes some money so i still feel like that's a, it's a win-win from the community's perspective and from theirs so
2: yeah um ferret says that uh, he doesn't believe that only pgi can make MechWarrior, and that's certainly not what we're saying it's we're saying that nobody else will want you know to. we'll want to i yeah. mean think about that that that's that's the
0: scary part is yes would it be awesome to see like respawn instead of titanfall
2: they reach out and do that do you think that's fucking realistic no. And, and, you know, and some people are saying, you know, it won't die. It'll be back. And yeah, maybe that's true, but it might be 20 years again, you <laughs> know? And years. so that's it's going to be time. too long for me. I'm going to be uh, in the old folks home by then. So, um, you know, and, and yeah, I do believe that Mech Warrior 5 is like the hope as far as um, giving it a lifespan, you know, of more than a few years or whatever. Um, there's going to be more, facility to mod it than there have been in previous titles and so that is where my hope lies but we're talking about BattleTech right now yeah let's switch over
0: uh, <laughs> last one uh, we talked about hbs catalyst catalyst yeah, let's move into catalyst
2: yep um so i the only thing i've seen they, they have had a couple updates for the uh you know the backers uh mm-hmm. the most recent being the dice they've got the faction dice up which you know ever since i was a kid and um and you know playing role-playing games back when i you know in the in the early 80s i love dice and you know recently especially with the creation of uh, basically new materials for making dice like the metal ones that we got uh, at metcon dice are just freaking awesome i still love dice it's like little jewels to me um you know and and i love my my dice bag is right over there with all my little jewels in it so anyway you call it your dice bag yeah that's my yeah <laughs> my dice bag with all my <laughs> jewels um but anyway uh they got the faction dice out there i i love it i want them um and uh to add to my jewel collection so that's the only thing i saw do you know anything else
0: um
2: the clan invasion box sets the the artwork
0: covers, oh yeah there's, yeah there's two there's the timberwolf that you saw uh yep. and then there's which is the um mass kickstarter mass market
2: version yeah there's
0: two there's a mass market version and then there's the kickstarter version and i'm not sure which one is which one has a timberwolf and then one has like a bunch of mechs and stuff and they released it in the fucking email um and then sorry i I was just focusing so much on you you and your dice i just uh (laughs) were um, you picturing my dice bag your dice bag (laughs) um, but uh yeah so nothing crazy there nothing you know i mean they were yep. scheduled for march weren't they march was when it was supposed to ship i it? think so yeah yeah so. i know
2: that from talking to them at the uh party up in vancouver in december they are so busy like randall was oh, just overwhelmed would a so, done uh, yeah 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 um he basically said that you know they're going to fulfill everything that they obviously promised in the Kickstarter. but if he had to do it over again <laughs> He, he said he would not have done nearly as many, yeah, you know, dude, factions. They
0: were so ambitious.
2: They were very ambitious, and they're paying for it now. Yeah. Um, both as far as, you know, just time, yeah. work time, and, yeah, but also like... financially. Um, But anyway, regardless, we're so happy that they broke all kinds of records with Kickstarter, and then it's happening. Um, So we're going to enjoy. You know, we've got some stuff being shipped to us soon, and, and it'll be fun to get those.
0: Yeah. I yeah i i remember when they were doing that and i was like um okay like that's that's a you know because i was worried are they still going to break or or are they making profit off of it right especially all the shipping and stuff like that you just
2: it's one of those where you're just like "Hmm, all right anyways that is is it it. so that's going to be the podcast obviously went way over time i think we almost did two hours here um But, uh, you know, we had some news. I don't. Yeah, no, of course. It's fun. Hey, you know what, guys? This is it. You know, Phil and I have been doing this for a very long time, and we've always genuinely loved doing the podcast together and being with you guys. um, And that's going to continue. So, Phil, before we uh, close it up, do you mind just uh, again reiterating where people can find you, how they can support you and uh, what you're going to be doing?
0: Yeah, so if you'd like to continue watching me stream on a daily basis, head over to my Twitch channel and I'll go ahead and drop that in chat. That is twitch.tv tiny Terrier. There you go, tiny. Um, and of course, if you guys want to support me, you can subscribe. We got pretty awesome emotes. Um, partial though, because they're based off my dogs. Um, I've got a patron as well um, that we just went live uh, with. Uh, I've already got four supporters. Thank you guys. TV nice. You are. Um, and then... Um, I do have a YouTube, but I haven't put anything there yet, and the information's over on my Twitch channel, but really just head over to the Twitch channel, um, you know, hang out. Again, we're we're going to be playing something different today, um, slept in today, so I'll be up probably late, so we'll be streaming late tonight. Uh-oh, um, there
2: goes your schedule. Uh, it's,
0: it's already fucked. Um, that's what happens when you... Oh, God, it's 6 a.m. Like, I just don't even... I don't even.
2: They, you know. they, Ferret, you're absolutely 100% right. They are yeah. awesome emotes, at, look at those, uh, look at emotes. Look at those, look at those
0: emotes. Like, those are damn cute. Like, they're, I'm awesome. And, uh, yeah. So, uh, yeah. cool, man. Thank you for having me on the, the podcast.
2: Yeah. So, if you like, uh, Ferret's emotes and who wouldn't, um, you can continue getting new ones over at, uh, Tiny Terrier as well. Um, and maybe I can get some, uh, amazing excellent rates from ferret as well to update some of mine but anyway um that's awesome dude i have been enjoying watching your stream and uh checking out new games and i hope everybody continues to do that i already know they are um so because we have the the most awesome community out there so that is going to be it for today's podcast we'll be here again next week same place same time not really same time because it'll be the day early it'll be next wednesday um as long as that uh schedule works for us so thank you for tuning in today guys we totally appreciate it um this podcast is supported by you the viewer please consider supporting us by a variety of ways uh specifically you can sub to the channel down below or is it up above um up above and uh you know that's a great way to support the channel continuing uh the the NGNG podcast and my streaming schedule which will be starting monday you can also become a patron on patreon the link is down below as well and of course if you're doing any shopping on amazon please uh consider using my link doesn't add any money to the cost of your order but it does give me a little kickback as support um and those are the best ways to support the podcast currently i'm going to be revamping the channel a little bit over the coming month and uh and we'll you know more info will be out there but more than ever uh both Phil and myself need your support. It's basically a hundred percent you guys at this point, uh, moving forward. We're both going to be attempting to do this full time. Sorry. I got a phone call coming in. Cut that off. Um, we're both going to do this full time because we love it. We love being with you guys. We love playing games. We love BattleTech and Mech Warrior, and uh, we want to do this. We've been doing it for, you know, eight or nine years, and we don't want to stop. So with your support, we can continue. We appreciate all the support you've given us over the last eight or nine years, and we look forward to many more years to come. Um, you can also be sure to check out NGNG at the website at nogutsnogalaxy.net, on Twitch here at NGNGTV, YouTube, No Guts No Galaxy TV, Twitter at nogutsnogalaxy, Facebook. And No Guts, No Galaxy podcast, SoundCloud, and No Guts, No Galaxy. And the new uh, podcast is up there, so you can go check that out today. And uh, for all the latest and greatest in mech porn t shirts and mugs, be sure to check out No Guts, No Galaxy Store.com. This was your local No Guts, No Galaxy Mech Warrior podcast, signing off for tonight. This is Darren. And this is Phil. Until next time, Mech Warriors.
1: It'd be best if you avoid me. But I know you probably can't You sense something is wrong with me You can feel it on my skin But there Probably thought it was normal And just a little off The truth is at one time I was But now I'm a robot Forever